All-Ireland final in 2018. Watched it in Cook Park and I thought I was going to throw up. Like, it just, it was a horrible feeling. You wanted to win, but you just felt like, oh my God, if, if they do win, they haven't been there. Like, is it worth it being over here? Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Kathleen McNamee, good morning. Good morning, guys. You've got the Irish, uh, the Irish jacket on for the for the occasion. Nice retro number there. Yeah, I was half like you know you'd say to dress for the job you want, but after doing this power rankings, I'm like, no, I never want to be a manager because it is entirely painful. You feel your Vera Pow when you pull on the, <laughs> uh, the jacket. That's what I was trying to channel, but I just I don't think I'm cutthroat enough. Like, I, how many times was I sitting in the last like 24 hours and I kind of you know I do up a list and then I'd be like, no, move the person in. And I'm like, oh, I forgot this person and put them in, and then I'm like, who do I take out? So yeah, it was a. Uh, a restless 24 hours. I also say I felt I felt like I needed a bit more time with it just to properly settle on it. But mm. we'll be doing these a few times before the World Cup, anyway. For so. myself and and yourself, Kathleen, it's a, it's a retro jacket. For for Nathan, it's just a jacket. <laughs> mm, do you know what I mean? Top top banter. It's not bad. Uh, I I wanted Ashley or Kathleen Ashley Kathleen uh, to do this uh, <laughs> because we spoke about it with um, Shabana Hearn last week of the makeup of this squad mm. that Vera Powell had brought. 28 players to Scotland for the playoff game. There were five real mainstays of the squad injured and they've added in, as we see this week, two new players and maybe even a couple more to come at some stage between now and the World Cup. So suddenly you're going to have probably at least 10 players who've played a big part in qualification not even making the squad. Yeah, it's difficult like I was looking through some of the past teams from like the qualification and even like the Euros failed qualification and you do just forget how many players have been involved getting to this point and we've talked about it a bit when we did qualify against Scotland everyone was kind of talking to the players afterwards and like oh you're going to a World Cup but you don't know if those players are going to go to a World Cup edit them from an injury to I don't know a poor run of form or like a lot of these players on the Irish squad at the moment aren't starting for their clubs which is slightly worrying in terms of you know just being match fit and match sharp um, It was interesting the change in tone Vera Powell had about that during her press conference because during qualification she was very much you need to be playing for your club and if you need to leave your current club to go somewhere else to be playing mm. it's vital but obviously now heading towards a World Cup she has a certain group of players that she needs in the squad that some of them aren't playing it was a lot more well, you know, we'll work with the players. We've got a lot of camps and it'll all be fine. Mm. But some of them will certainly miss out if they don't play any football, you'd That's imagine, at club level over the next three, four months. Definitely. Has uh, that played into your decision-making, Kathleen, in terms of... There are some of those players, as Nathan says, who, who aren't playing that you need you need to include anyway. Like, you're, mm. you're not going to leave Katie McCabe or someone out who's not playing regularly at club level at the moment, but it still is a concern. Yeah, it factored in probably with some more than others, a bit like you're saying, you know, Katie McCabe hasn't started the last three games for Arsenal. Goodness knows why anyone who's a regular listener to Koi Gig will know that we basically have a, we almost have a Katie McCabe isn't playing segment every week now at this stage because we're just so baffled by the decision. Um, but then there are other players who maybe are in the championship or playing a bit lower down. And like The other thing as well, like the Women's National League hasn't come back yet either, so a lot of those players aren't playing at the moment their season is finished up and it's a bit hard to know if you were to send a squad tomorrow which of those players are the ones that are going to be the standout players you know you're kind of basing it on what they were doing at the end of last year um, and I don't know if that fed into the, like I think there's only two players in the squad that have gone over to Marbella from 
the league, which obviously you'd like to see a few more than that. Uh, I don't think it's just a sign of the fact that a lot more Irish players are going over to the WSL and the Championship. I think, you know, there probably should be a couple more names in, in there, especially at this early stage anyways. Uh, so talk us through it. So this is the power rankings as if the as if you were picking the squad today for the, for the Women's World Cup later this year, essentially. Yeah. And so it's kind of 23, it's 23 player squad? 23 player squad. I was so convinced when I was doing this yesterday, I kind of like, I wrote out a rough list of all the names. I didn't even rank them. I was just like, <laughs> names that are coming into my head. And I was like, that's definitely less than 23. And it was 34. Ah, so <laughs> so that's how difficult the decision it is. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it should be 26. Every single country wants 26, but FIFA said no. So that's unfortunate. But um, yeah, so number one, we have Ms. Denise O'Sullivan. This is one of the situations where how do you rank Katie McCabe? She's second, and Denise O'Sullivan. Clip that bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang them. Katie, put Katie, stick it on the stick it on the dressing room wall. I gave it. I gave one. it to Denise. I, I mean, you, they really should be shared number one because you can't really like this Ireland squad doesn't operate without either of them. I don't think to the ability that we do. But the reason I gave it to Denise was obviously she got named captain of North Carolina Courage this week. Katie hasn't played in a couple of games. There's talk that she had a chest infection, and that's why, even though she played 120 minutes in the Conti Cup. So that was the only reason for the difference between the two of them. They're still two of my favourite players out there. Uh, third, Louise Quinn. Fourth, Nifahi. Fifth, Megan Campbell. Sixth, Megan... Or, sorry, five, Megan Connolly. Sixth, Megan Campbell. Seven, Courtney Brosnan. Eight, Lily Ag. Nine, Heather Payne. Ten, Amber Barrett. And eleven, Rusha Littlejohn. So not necessarily a starting eleven, but... Well, it's the 11 it's best players that we the have. The 11 at the top. And then so you think even though Risha Littlejohn's been injured for the last three or four months, there's no doubts? Uh, I don't think so. So my slight doubts with Risha is obviously Lily I came in in that position and she's actually been performing incredibly well the last while. Um, and she has, you know, she's been scoring in the Champions League three goals in her last 10 games or something. Mm. And she's really come into her own since, and it's, pretty much happened since she came in for Rusha. Um, so I think her confidence is an all-time high and I really think she could be an important player for us in the next couple of months if she continues her form in the championship. With Rusha, I do think that she does give us something and I think that like week on week, she is increasing her minutes in the WSL. You know, she started coming on towards the end of the 90 minutes and now she's slowly going towards like the 70 60 and I think she will keep backing that up she also has the added advantage of being in the WSL rather than the championship so she is playing at a slightly more competitive level um, and I think where she left off I know in the last game she played it was Finland the game she got injured in wasn't it she was injured for a lot of that and she wasn't great I thought Vera Powell should have probably taken her off mm. a bit earlier um, but I think up until that point she was quite a stalwart in the team and I see why. So we're going to name then from 12 on to, to 23 now, but the, the, I, the, there's a chance that a lot of these players could actually be in the starting lineup but because, as you say, it's you're picking your your best players, not necessarily by position. So, so who, who who else makes the squad? So at 12, with Jamie Finn, 13, Anya Gorman, 14, Lucy Quinn, 15, Diane Caldwell, 16, Harriet Scott, 17, Kyra Carusa, 18, Abby Larkin, 19, Leanne Kiernan, 20, Chloe Mustaki, 21, Eva Mannion, and then at 22 and 23, we have our two reserve goalies in Grace Maloney and Megan Walsh, which just shows <laughs> what mm. I think about the goalkeepers at the moment in the squad. Yeah. Uh, do you have to, I suppose you have to bring three, three goalkeepers, don't you? 
You do. And the thing that kind of got me with this is that, like, there are other options and, like, I do have other shouts, but it's... Like, someone like Eve Badana has been in and out of the squad. She's never started. She's kind of always that, like, fourth added on. But with the league not playing at the moment, it's hard. Like, she was top keeper in the league last year, so that is definitely a shout for her. The thing with Grace and Megan at the moment, like, they're both barely in their squads. Megan has most recently been dropped for Lydia Williams, who came in to Brighton from PSG. So... She conceded, Lydia Williams conceded six at the weekend, but before that, uh, Megan Walsh had uh, conceded 33 goals across the whole season, which was the most of any team. Now, Brighton are a shambles in general, so it can't all be put on her. And then Grace Maloney has been in and out of the Reading squad pretty much since we qualified against Scotland. Um, Jacqueline Burns from Northern Ireland has been in there too. And they also have the second worst goal record in the league, so... It's been a tough time, even, even like Courtney Brosnan, you know, when I was doing the power rankings, I think part of re- the reason of having Courtney Brosnan up so high was almost a loyalty out of, to her as well, because she hasn't been starting for Everton this season. Emily Ramsey has, and now Emily Ramsey is getting into the England squad for the first time. But when Courtney Brosnan did play uh, against United two weekends ago now, she played amazingly. And the only reason she was in the team was because... Emily Ramsey couldn't because she was on loan from United. So, you know, whenever I see Courtney play, she plays really well. It's just the fact she's not consistent. And, like, I've talked to Emma Byrne about this quite a lot, and she is, much like Vera Powell, one of those people who says, you know, you need to be playing all the time. You need to be playing all the time. And in the last couple of months, she's, like, slightly... Not changed her tune, but with Courtney, she's like, you know, she hasn't been playing consistently, but whenever she does play, she plays quite good. So... Maybe that suits her in a certain way. Um, but you have to have a good mentality, I think, to be a player like Courtney and not be playing the minutes that you are and still be able to pull out performances. You have Aoife Mannion in your squad. We just heard from her yesterday and she's in all the papers today talking about you know incredibly strong Irish links. It's very much down the Kevin Kilban route of grew up in an Irish community in the Irish centre, played Gaelic football, preferred Gaelic football to soccer. Wouldn't even went to school with uh, Jack Grealish, but wouldn't mention wouldn't mention the name of uh, (laughs) the GA team that Jack Grealish played for. And of course, more importantly than all, she's from Mayo. Hey, one Galway. Well, but she's definitely pushing. She's pushing more towards the Mayo side, is what I got from her press conference yesterday from uh, Clock Jordan. She's just from outside Kilmaine, and uh, her uncle was. Uh, Pat Kelly I presume it's Pat Kelly that played for Vincent's and is, uh, was around the Mayo squad over the last few years you have her in the squad so the Irish back three is unbelievably experienced I can't imagine to be a more experienced back three uh, I think Louise Quinn is the baby of the group and she'll be 34 by the time uh, the World Cup starts is there a possibility that Aoife Mannion can put some pressure to not just make the squad but even make the team I think so I remember watching her when she played at City and she's been incredibly unfortunate with injuries and like frantically Googling her, firstly because of her name and secondly because she was playing really, really well at that stage as a possible, like, does she have any Irish links? Could she come over? I think it was around the time where she was starting to get called into the England squad. So I was like, mm, maybe we've already lost her. Mm. I, I do think she can challenge. I think 
it's going to be incredibly difficult for her because obviously she is coming off the back of that ACL injury. So that I think she got that February last year and she just started back into the United squad January of this year and she's still on the bench. It, it, like it, It's tough to break into this United squad as well because they're very settled and obviously doing quite well because they're top of the WSL table. I think why I included Aoife Mannion was, as you say, that back line is getting on a little bit as much as you know don't want to say that about them but they are and I think she's the sort of player that we need now looking into like Nations League Euro qualifiers you know we need to make sure we have that line of succession there so that we're not left if any of those players decide to retire after the World Cup or in the next year or so we're not left floundering because realistically it has been such a strong part of our game is that back three and we need to make sure that we have the people there that can go in and I do think she could be a good option now she's not gonna she's quite small so she's not gonna have that like dominance in the air of say someone like Louise Quinn but she is very good at one-on-one situations she's very good at taking the ball up the pitch herself which is something that Ireland sometimes aren't all that great at we do like a bit of a, a hoof the ball up and see where it goes um, so I think that connection with the midfield could be really good for us in the future if I mean I said so many times before I'd love to see this Irish team actually play a bit of football and you know have a bit of confidence with the ball at their feet and not just consistently have that helter skelter and we're definitely getting better at it but there is just still that little bit of a chink in our armour um, so yeah I think I definitely do think she could compete for a place I don't know if she'd go straight into the starting lineup because Vera is quite loyal but I definitely think she'd put a bit of pressure I like the, I like the mix of youth and experience in that 23 I have to say this is the part though uh, briefly Kathleen that, that would have kept you awake at night the players that did not make your squad so, so who's left out? Yeah so uh, there was about 20 of them I won't lie <laughs> and actually mostly it was players from the league here because I did feel a bit bad that I didn't include that many of them because I do think there are some really great players here um, so you're like the Jesse Stapleton Brianna Jarrett who's just moved back to Wexford never been favoured by Vera Powell all that much but I think if she could regain the form she found just before she left she could be on something Ipadana who we talked about before in goals uh, this is like I'm not really sure where she's at with her injury and I think she probably won't be recovered fully in time because I think she had she did her ACL in September but a player like Ella Malloy I would love to see more of Mm. Um, Isabel Atkinson didn't make it just because she's not getting a whole lot of time at West Ham at the moment which is really unfortunate Uh, Neve Farrelly who scored her first goal in Italy at the weekend very nice goal don't know if either of you saw it on Twitter mm. like volley from kind of just outside the box goalkeeper should have done Italian as well in her post-match press yeah, conference exactly. oh yeah yeah Give it the best there's shot. an Italian theme to, to today's show but anyway sorry go on have you got a uh, is yeah. there pizzas coming in soon or a bit of pasta <laughs> a Godfather reference the Aussies for, uh, will be swimming with the fishes by the end of the world yeah. hey, Savannah McCarthy was someone who started the campaign as part of that back three and mm. signed for Shamrock Rovers now <clears throat> somebody who obviously Vera Powell does trust I guess it's just a case of fitness yeah I think that was my thing with her was Kathleen doesn't trust her Kathleen doesn't trust her well no that's the thing because I was looking at the old teams and I was like I had half forgotten how much of a regular starter she was in the squad and how much Vera Powell did actually trust in her because she has been out injured for so long Mm. Um, 
I do think it's going to be a bit of a journey back for her. Mm. And that was kind of my main reason for leaving her. I mean, like, I would love it if she came back because she was she was great when she was playing. And when she got her injury, that was such a massive blow for us at the time. And since then, we've gone through about three or four massive blows with the big injuries that we have, um, which is really unfortunate because, like I said, I would love more players who are playing in the league here in the squad. You know, someone like... We get this a lot on Koi Gig, people asking us, well, why is Abby Larkin in the squad with someone like Emily Corbett, who played with Athlone isn't, and was one of the top scorers in the league last year, which is like... A fair enough question. She hasn't yeah. been called in as of yet. So, what about the complete outsiders? Then to wrap it, so Marissa Shiva is in the squad. I think she's going to be doing uh, her media duties. So we'll learn a bit more about her today. Mm-hmm. And I did hear, hear you on Koi Gig. There seemed to be a suggestion that because there's a training camp this month, there's another one in April, and then like they're together for about six weeks before the tournament mm-hmm. even starts. Yeah. So there is time to integrate people and. So obviously been work done in the background around passports and Vera Powell said right at the start we're getting lots of calls like there is that balance of you don't want to unsettle the squad already there you're leaving out a lot of players who've been around the squad never mind uh, more of them uh, Marissa Shiva and her chances are anybody else of coming in? I think Marissa Shiva the reason I she's kind of like on the edge for me is just because I haven't watched her play all that much over the last year. I've seen a couple of her appearances for Washington Spirit, but I think she only played um, 302 minutes last year, so that was about eight games. And the two 90 minutes that she played were during international windows, so she was kind of like stepping in for players who were gone. I think she could be really... Like, she was really good at college level. Um, She played with Penn State and, like, played, like, 92 times, I think, over that time I think what she could add is as Emma Byrne was saying that sort of American athleticism the kind of the sort of running you see the likes of Denise O'Sullivan and Heather Payne do who, and even someone like Cara Caruso who've grown up in that very very athletic you know you have to cover as much of the pitch as possible sort of place I think that could be good for us because we don't have a lot of that especially with players who want to attack going forward and if there's someone who can keep pace with the likes of Denise or who can do a nice little one-two switch up with Heather Payne mm. I'm totally I totally think that would be great but I just would be interested to see if she does play in this camp or in one of the following camps how she actually fits into that squad and you know what sort of relationship she can develop with the players that are already there in midfield I think great stuff. We'll uh, we'll let you relax after that. I know it was a stressful experience trying to I'm pick going a squad. Home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. And we'll, we'll look. We'll we'll recap it just before the World Cup and see how your uh, your personnel have changed between now and then. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 